0: From insurance business, here's your weekly global news roundup for May 8th to 12th, 2023. I'm Steve Randall. Insurers are increasingly focused on back-office automation, according to a new report. After spending the last few years focused on customer experience and retention, insurance companies in the US and UK are turning their strategic focus to automating their back- and middle-office processes, according to the new report by automation fintech company Autorec. It showed that firms plan to focus on boosting their operational resiliency over the next two years, especially amid new regulatory guidelines. The survey polled 500 insurance professionals split ...evenly between the US and UK and found notable differences in terms of each geography's readiness to adopt new technology. It revealed that US firms report going to greater lengths to optimise their finance operations than their UK counterparts. 30% of US firms say they review back-office systems at least every six months, compared to only 20% of UK firms. Across the board, however, US and UK firms agree that updating back-office technology is a significant resource burden. Brokers face more complex challenges in automating their systems than any other insurance subsector, according to the report. Half of brokers surveyed blamed complexity as a major hurdle in their automation journey, compared to 38% of firms overall. The level of complexity in automating data also escalates as brokers merge with or acquire other firms. Despite this, brokers are strongly motivated to streamline their operations. Around 8 in 10 said they would make back-office automation a priority in the next two years. The global market for aerial imaging, estimated at 2.7 billion US dollars last year, is expected to reach a revised size of 8.1 billion by 2030, according to a report by analytics firm Research Markets. The aerial imaging market is expected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 14.9% between 2022 and 2030. Aerial imaging technology is often used by the insurance industry, especially in the aftermath of natural disasters, when it may be difficult to conduct in-person assessments. Of damaged properties. Meanwhile, Research and Markets reports that the global insurance analytics market grew from 11.6 billion US dollars in 2022 to 13.52 billion in 2023. That represents a compound annual growth rate of 16%. The insurance analytics sector is expected to maintain that growth, reaching a value of 24.6 billion in 2027. AXAClimate has extended its strategic partnership with data analytics provider Planet Labs. The partnership offers satellite data-driven insights for the development of parametric insurance products to help protect farmers against the effects of drought. AXA Climate offers drought insurance services that estimate crop yield and losses. The parametric insurance product automatically triggers payouts within a few days of the end of a risk period, the company said. This enables farmers, suppliers, processors and other agricultural stakeholders to quickly receive compensation. Planet Labs owns and operates the world's largest fleet of Earth observation satellites, with about 200 currently in orbit. The company collects an image of every land-based location on the planet on a nearly daily basis, generating a massive dataset. This is combined with public satellite data to continuously measure and quantify the changing conditions of the Earth's surface, including soil moisture. With the firm's planetary variables soil-water content data feed, AXA Climate receives a measurement of the volume of water contained in soil to a depth of about five centimetres, information that helps the company determine the risk for drought-related losses. Risk services firm Sigma7 has global clients across sectors like defence, mining and technology. Andrew Tate, firm partner and integrated risk leader, is a former managing director at Marsh. He's been speaking to IB Talk in Australia.
1: Even companies that I myself... It wouldn't come to my mind that that they'd have a major climate impact stressor on them. I'm finding, you know, some of the big companies are spending an awful lot of time and resources, which is good, in thinking about it, thinking about their operations, thinking about their footprints now and 10 and 15 years from now, and not just from a risk perspective, i.e., if if sea levels rise and flooding increases, I have more exposure. What should I do? But what am I doing to contribute to it? How can I bring down my emissions and reduce my impact? So when I'm talking to my shareholders, I'm giving them the message that we're trying to be less a part of the problem. Um, while we're thinking about the company's future, and to me, that's that's a good thing if we just get more more folks involved and appreciating that we all do need to do something. There's some really big questions that people above my pay grade have to answer and and think through. I think it's great that so many in the risk space are thinking about it, thinking about climate change. So I guess I would have to say I'm optimistic for my kids' sakes and their kids. But let's, we'll go with
0: that one. We'll go with I'm optimistic. You can hear the full conversation on our podcast channels. As the cost of living continues to escalate, insurance buyers are increasingly relying on credit to fund their coverage. According to the latest research from Premium Credit, nearly two out of five customers using credit to purchase insurance policies have borrowed more in the past year. This represents a significant increase from previous years, with only one in three borrowing more in March 2022 and one in four in October 2021. The UK-based research indicates that the primary driver for increased borrowing among credit-dependent insurance buyers is the ongoing squeeze on living expenses, with 44% borrowing more to alleviate financial pressures. Additionally, 16% cited rising premiums as the reason for increased borrowing, while 6% reported a decline in income and 3% faced job losses. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.